And we're back on the B Block of the Media Virus Podcast, and we're about to play a new game, something that we uh, just came up with uh, on the fly, and it's You Laugh, You Lose. So here we go. You laugh, you lose. I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. You laugh, you lose is a TMVP special here on the Media Virus. I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. Okay. Well, I, you know, I have the heart of a lion. And a, and a lifetime ban from the zoo. All right, Pete. A man walked into his house and was delighted when he discovered that someone had stolen all of his lamps. I, I got to admit, I was biting my tongue a little bit. Girl walks into a bar and asks the bartender for a double entendre, so he gave it to her. There are two types of people in this world. Those who can extrapolate from incomplete data. Pete? I saw a sign that said, watch for children. And I thought, that sounds like a fair trade. Michael? I'll never forget my grandfather's last word to me before he kicked the bucket. He looked me in the eyes and said, son... How far do you think I can kick this bucket? The other day, my friend gave me his EpiPen as he was dying. It seemed very important to him that I have it. I, I snickered a little at that one. Pete gets a point. Somebody should break this down. I'll do it. All right. You're up, Pete, number eight. You don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go skydiving twice. That's good advice. It's hard to explain puns to kleptomaniacs because they always take things literally. I, for one, like Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah, give All right, me a point. I, sh- I, sh- I, sh- I snickered again. <laughs> give me a point. Working in a mirror factory is something I can totally see myself doing. Hmm. I, oh, shit. I entered 10 puns in a pun contest, hoping one would win. But no pun in 10 did. A nurse finds a rectal thermometer in her pocket and thinks, some asshole has my pen. (laughs) I'm mainly laughing because I saw you trying to compose yourself to get it out. (laughs) I saw you try to try to start twice before you. (laughs) Pete. What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a bike and a poorly dressed man on a unicycle? A tire. I I didn't laugh, but uh, that was well delivered. Mm -hmm. Well delivered. I just bought these shoes from my drug dealer. Don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day. 
I refused to believe that my road worker father was stealing from her job, stealing from his job. But then when I got home, all the signs were there. That one hits really close to home for me. I was waiting for the giggle from you. I was staring right at you. Okay. Hmm. All right, gentlemen. I haven't slept for 10 days because that would be too long. You got to deliver that joke like Mitch Hedberg. I haven't slept for 10 days because that would be entirely too wrong. Better delivery. That's a pretty good Mitch Hedberg. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty good Mitch Hedberg. Didn't we already do that joke? We did. I'm going to jump to 19. Did I fuck up? No, no, it's no, in, no, it's no. It, they're re- they're repeating. It's in the list twice. That's a repeat. That's a repeated they're, joke. They're, okay. Eighteen's a repeat. It, it's like you wrote 18's it. Eighteen's a repeat. <laughs> 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 okay, guys. All right, so go to nineteen, Mike. What if soy milk is just regular milk introducing itself in Spanish? I feel like this joke hits too close to home. Okay. Yeah, they all laughed when I said I wanted to be a comedian. Well, they're not laughing now. It's <laughs> 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 fucking great. <laughs> 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 this morning I was staring at my naked body in the mirror and I thought, I'm going to get kicked out of this Ikea pretty soon. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. I even laughed at it myself. I'm giving you a point. Yeah. Give me a, give me a point. Oh, Mike, deliver this one. Good, man. Shout out to anyone who, anyone wondering what the opposite of in is. I have an inferiority complex, but it's it's not a very good one. People say I'm condescending. It means I talk down to people. You know, people say I'm condescending. That means I talk down to people. Now oh, I would have delivered that joke. Just just saying. There's no I in denial. <laughs> Dude, why is the Rorschach? Why is that Rorschach? Oh, fuck. Why does... Who is this Rorschach guy? And why did he paint so many pictures of my parents fighting? Fuck. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. Yeah. <laughs> Pete's winning now. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't talk down to people. Anyway, uh, where, where do we go with the next one? Hey, what happened? You're 27. I know, but my thing did it cut off at 26. Why? Reloaded. Hold on. I don't know. My phone's being stupid. All right, Pete, I'm going to take your turn now, okay? Take, take my turn. All right, I because uh, I organized a, a threesome last night. There was a couple no shows, but I still had fun. 
if it's any consolation, I wanted to laugh at that. All right. Pete's still with us? Yeah, he's still here. No. No. No, Pete's gone. Lost Pete altogether. Man, you took his turn and pissed him off. No, I think he's probably trying to figure out what's wrong with his shit. All right, let's, uh, since we lost Pete out completely, uh, right now, as the joke, as everything stands, we are at 28 jokes. Uh, the score is uh, Mike and Matt four and Pete three. So Pete is leading this contest. Uh, looks like Pete's rejoining us at the moment. He's muted. You're always muted when you come in, buddy. I'm going to, I'm on my, I got you. Oh, go ahead. There we go. Thank you. You're, Sorry, you got go your joke? No, I don't have my joke. My whole phone is doing, is, is, is going crazy. Oh, shit. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to get here. It's going oh, crazy. Technical, de- technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Uh, but we've, uh, we've explained that Pete is in the lead. Uh, we are on joke number 28. Did you hear the joke? I did not. Could you repeat it for me? I'll repeat it for you. Which was 27. Okay. This is 27. This is number 27. This is just a repeat to see if, Pete, if, if I can score on Pete. A, all right, it's a fucking slam dunk because I organized a threesome last night. There was a couple of no-shows, but I still had fun. He's trying fighting. It's so fucking yeah. hard. Look at him. He's holding. He's holding. Uh, put me down for a point. Got him! <laughs> all right, we're all tied up. I mean, uh, the tickle was there as soon as he said, you know, he was going to be in a threesome. I was like, <laughs> this is going to be good. All right. Let me do. All right. So, are you still having? You're still having a. Problem uh, no, I've got him. I've got. I've got him. I've got him up now. All right. Number twenty-eight right. is yours, Pete. How many flies does it take to screw in a light bulb? Only two. Hard part is getting them into the light bulb. Okay, crickets. All right, it's Mike's turn. There's a fine line between hyphenated words. A senior citizen called her husband during his drive home. Herman, I just heard on the news that there are cars going the wrong. There's a car going the wrong way on Interstate 90. Please be careful. Herman said, it's not just one car. There's hundreds of them. Because he's the one driving the wrong. He's the one driving the wrong way. Because he's an old bastard. Where did I go? Oh, my battery. I'm losing. Oh shit! No, do that. What the fuck? All right. <laughs> so, Pete? exaggerations went up by a million percent last year. A magician was going down the road and turned into a driveway. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We don't we don't need the echo, but okay. Did did you hear All right, me? So uh I didn't hear you know, that. No, I, I used to be listen, just real quick off topic, and I don't I don't mean to break from it, but I used to be addicted to soap, but I'm clean now. Even swung the mic away. Wow. <laughs> Pete. So uh, last summer, uh, I got caught taking a pee in the local swimming pool. 
lifeguard yelled at me so loud I nearly fell in. <laughs> when my toothpaste dropped on the ground, I was crestfallen. Okay, now 36 is a repeat too. It's hard to explain puns to kleptomaniacs because they take they always take everything literally. Right. We've already delivered that joke. So the next joke, you guys know what the difference between a hippo and a zippo is? No. One of them is a really, really, really large animal in Africa. The other's a little lighter. Yeah. Sorry, my phone keeps doing stupid things and like half of the article goes away. I'm almost there. Here we go. Craziest thing. I was so surprised that the stationery store moved. Parallel lines have so much in common, but it's a real shame they'll never meet. You know, I, I kind of identify with batteries. I'm never included in anything either. So uh, I was thinking the other day, uh, on the other hand, you have different fingers. Okay. Two guys walk into a bar. Third one ducks. So I was trying to set up my email the other day uh, for work, and apparently you can't use beef stew as a password. It's not stroganoff. So, uh, I like the name Brie, but I think it's a little cheesy. Stands to reason. I hate Russian dolls. They're so full of themselves. Didn't you already read that one? Like, twice already? No. No? All right. The baby knew when she was ready to be born because she was running out of womb. I can tell that one's rough on Pete. Pete loves a good pun. Clenching my teeth. But uh, in other news, uh, I lost 25% of my roof last night. Oof. It's funnier on paper. <laughs> funnier on. You can put me down That's for a point yeah, on that one. I, 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 I 25, yeah, because you get it. Because you get that like roof is four letters. It's... So that, that puts me up. Uh, I'm following Pete. I asked my dad. You're on 48. I asked my dad for his best dad joke last night. He said, You. I could see your dad. Velcro. Velcro. What a ripoff. Thank you. So um, I'm kind of wondering, guys uh, if Whole Foods sells sliced apples, is it false advertising? Jesus. What has five toes but isn't your foot? I don't know. My foot. You know, out of all of the inventions of the last hundred years, dry erase boards has to be the most remarkable.
you guys know about my stepladder, right? Yeah, it seems I, I never knew my real ladder. The average person is really mean. It's a math joke. Mathematic mathematicians are pissing their pants right now. Yeah. Cool. My son told me he didn't understand cloning. And I told him, oh, that makes two of us. You're fighting so fucking hard. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> well, if, if I had children, you know, I'd never let them watch the orchestra because there's too much Saxon violins. Hmm. I'm lucky enough to have a beard I can purse my lips just hide behind it mm -hmm. my favorite time on the clock is 6.30 hands down hey what do you get when you combine a rhetorical question and a joke okay moving on my without, is, I'm sorry. I was going to say my problem is I, I always read my joke and then I read your joke and then I laugh at your joke. I never laugh at the joke try, I told. I tell the joke. Get I sit the and then I read it. And I go, fuck, I'm going to lose. It took me a minute. Try to get it out of you before you do it, you know, before I read it. All right, and go ahead. Just do I was going to say it is, it is without a doubt my favorite Robin Williams movie is Misfire. Without a doubt, my favorite Robin Williams movie is Mrs. Fire. Because if, if you're without the doubt, it's not Mrs. Doubtfire. Take the doubt. If you're without the doubt, yeah. This one we've done, but it's this is actually reworded. Three guys walked into a bar. You'd think one of them would have ducked. You know, <laughs> my wife was talking about uh, buying new furniture. And I was like, I love my, I love our furniture. My recliner and I go way back. Mm. When I was teaching Matt to drive, mm -hmm. one of the favorite jokes we used to do is every time we put it in reverse, I go, <laughs> right. hey, this really takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> and we did it every fucking time we put it in reverse. Now, see, he that's did it. Funny. I did it. Uh, see, that's funny. Yeah. To me. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to make a joke about uh, leeches, but it sucked. Do you guys hear about the circus fire? No. What happened? It was intense. Almost got myself with that one. You know, I used to have a job at the calendar factory, but I uh, I got fired. I took a couple of days off. So, uh, you guys know you can't plant flowers. You haven't bought any. And that was it. Yes, yeah, so also made it through. All that 65. was sixty-five jokes. This was a BuzzFeed article, uh, and the title of this shit. Now, we, we'd like to point out that we found two repeating jokes and one, a third joke, which was the same joke reworded. Right. But two of them were complete ripoffs. 
So that's actually only 62 jokes. Correct. Which is funny because when I was telling uh, Mike, I was, was talking to you about the idea. I was like, yo, I found this article and I kept saying 63 jokes. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to the article, it said 65. And I'm like, oh, I thought it said 63. But then two of them were just complete. Two of them were repeats. So it's 63. And I mean, even with the reword, it's a reword. Okay. 63 jokes. Uh, and that was posted yesterday on this, the 27th. So thanks, BuzzFeed, for uh, giving us our B block. But now we're going to talk about uh, Japanese rockabilly. Jesus Christ. You know, I, I, you know, that I didn't notice your hair before. Yeah, I'm having a good hair day. Just got a fresh cut uh, last week, and uh, I'm having a good hair day today. And it was funny because I found this article uh, last week after the show. And at that point, I already knew I was going to get a haircut on Friday. And uh, if, if apparently, and a lot of folks who are into rockabilly might like my haircut. It's a big pompadour. I have the sideburns, little soul patch. So it's a it's kind of a rockabilly look. And um, I, I came across this this article uh, on the Japan Nakama blog, and the the headline is "Rockabilly: The Music That Shook Japan." And there's a great photo that it starts with because my hair kind of falls between all four of these guys at some point, depending on what day and what time of day it is. But I'll, I'll give it to you right here. Boom. It would. Yeah. That, that, that guy on the far left there. Yeah. Yep. When it, when it falls down, that, that I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm, I'm, Kind of like the the guy in the middle of the three guys on the right, really out there today. And there's some days when it's a little calmer, and I'm like the 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 guy in the center there. It can be surprising how culture affects style, creativity, and action all together. The post World War II period revealed a profound impact on the art and entertainment life of different countries. For Japan, it was a boom of rockabilly music or rockabilly that made quite a difference in the lives of many teenagers during the 50s. This song genre not only paved the way for a newfound passion for music and the rise of phenomenal artists, it also proved how music can shape minds and a significant part of the music industry. Get to know the story behind this classic rock and roll making its way to Japanese hearts and eventually becoming part of Japan's pop music history. You know, I... I, I was less intrigued by the article. I, I just I, I I was I was taken by the the hair. But if if you look through as we go, there's a lot of well, maybe not there. You, you can see a lot of uh, bleed over from American culture in in into Japan at, at in the post war period. So that's, that's yeah. America was that's when everybody looked up to America. America was the shining city on a hill. We were. I mean, we dropped two fucking giant bombs on them. They're like, "Oh, let's let's comb our hair and pray their music." I'm rock and roll. Hey, if you guys want to, if you uh, if you like 
punk rock or heavy metal and you want to listen to something and, and don't really care what the words are, there's a great Japanese punk band called Balzac, E-A-L-Z-A-K. They're produced by the Misfits and they're great. Or they're produced by Jerry only of the Misfits. They're on the Misfits record label and they're fucking fantastic. Speaking of something that that you might not uh, you might not know the words on, this is Japan Old Rock and Roll 1956 on a 78 RPM record. All right. Heartbreak Hotel by The Searchers. So an Elvis cover, it looks like. Since my baby wrecked well, me. Well, since my baby left me. Well, I'm found a new place to dwell. For it's down at the end of lovely street. At Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak is so lonely, baby. Because I'm so lonely. Heartbreak is so lonely. I could die. Apparently, there's no word for heartbreak hotel in Japanese. <laughs> no. Apparently, like I was like, oh wow, this dude's pretty good, and then all of a sudden, like, what happened? <laughs> So yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's interesting that it and one of the things that it says is in in that post-war period when they were starting to really take on the music, they were actually perf- they weren't even English speakers. They were performing phonetically, so they didn't even know what the words were. They would just perform phonetically so that they could sound like us. That's what you would do, right? Uh huh. Oh. Wow. What? Very cool. But so if you ever go to Japan, you're going to be uh, like I, welcomed as a as a conquering hero. I, I, I would imagine I'd be, be a hot. You'll shit. be tall and, and you'll be, <laughs> and you'll be appreciated for your hair. And it, it I is, like the middle guy's hair. That's my like, yeah. that's that's the hair I would want. That That's a good look. That is a good look. You can pull it off. You, you need to have Where, that video's I, peak, though. Yeah. Can we stop talking about hair? <laughs> Long beautiful hair. I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking we should have a bit, um, like a little segment, you know, on the show called Beard Talk. And and what I want to have like a very long. You know how I like to do long intros and then short bits. Do like a long intro and then be like, "Hey, Pete, nice beard." And you go, "Yeah, you do." And that's it. That was <laughs> in, in a long outro. That was Beard Talk, produced by Professor Mike Latoris. <laughs> yep. yep. You got a little soul patch going there. I'm I'm styling my beard. <laughs> uh, you should. Are you uh, are you guys familiar with a band called The Beards? It sounds familiar. No, so there's, I, I won't oh say my, I'm familiar with. God, them. you should listen to The Beards. First of all, this, the first song I ever heard by The Beards was uh, "You Should Consider Having Sex with a Bearded Man." Um. Then uh, there's a. Uh, there's a great song called, called Beard. Um, there's uh, No Beard, No Good. Uh, shaved off his beard. There once was a man. And he shaved off his beard. He shaved off his beard and now he's dead. Now he's dead. And the whole, like, and the whole thing, except for the, 
everybody dies except for the grave digger because the grave digger has a beard and can't be killed. I, I, has a beard and can be killed. Can't be killed. Yes. But, yeah, the I, beards. They're, they're, I'm sensing a theme. Yes, all their songs are uh, are beard themed. Speaking of beard themes, um, you know, in 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 ZZ Top, decent, yeah. in in ZZ Top, um, yeah, you had, you had Billy Gibbons, mm-hmm. Dusty Hill, and Sam Beard, right. the drummer, who did not wear a beard, who did right. not have a beard, but his name was Beard, so it was okay. Yes. That's right. And uh, as I stroke my beard, I think that brings the uh, B block to an end. It does. So I'm going to take the wheel and, and, and careen us into the C block. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been joining us here on the B block of the Media Virus Podcast on the Media Virus Podcast Network. You can find out all about the Media Virus Podcast Network by taking a look at themediavirus.com. You can talk to the Media Virus Podcast by calling 1- 646-VIRUS-01. That's 1-646-VIRUS-01 to get on our air. And if you do those things, you'll you'll know just how you can listen to what's going to happen next, which is the C block. And in the C block, we're going to do like two dozen TikToks. Um, uh, we're going we're gonna to come in hot with adjust the tips. And then... Uh, Maybe Big Daddy will swing by. Maybe not, but that's the fun you're going to have. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, 10 o'clock here on the Media Virus Podcast Network, and we'll be back right after this. Fuck all the way off. And there it is. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us. 